We're called aliens more often than immigrants, as if we come from another planet. We're ignored as if we are not visible. We are human too. We are not aliens. We are not machines nor objects to be worked till death. We are not stealing. We are working. We are human too. We can feel. We can break down. We can dream. And we can have enough because enough is enough. Our courage and strength makes us bulletproof to words used as bullets. No more shadows to hide. No more cages and no more racism within our community. Say it loud. Say it proud. You are a human being for life who can dream, love, and live just like the person next to you. When we look at ourselves in the mirror, we do not see an alien. We see a human body. We have a beating heart, a mind that is working at its full capacity, and lungs that keeps us breathing. Our color skin doesn't make us ugly. Our color skin makes us beautiful. Our accent doesn't make us less smart. It makes us intelligent because we acquire knowledge in two languages. Our legacy makes us less does not make us less capable. It makes us hardworking people that get the job done because we are not quitters and we carry that with dignity. We are humans, not aliens. We are just like you. We have hope. We have unity within our community that unites us as one when they try to divide us. We have a mind-blowing capacity to create and show the world our talent. We have authenticity because we are the ones who get to define ourselves in many unique ways. And we are noticeable because we are people just like you that live, breathe, and dream in the same planet we share. We embrace our culture, our legacy, and it's time to wake up for the world to see us as humans, not aliens, to save kids from cages and the community from racism. I'm a dreamer whose ultimate dream is for the community to be seen as human beings. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode two of Vulnerable Latina. Espero que se encuentren bien. It's Monday, inicio de semana, you know, looking ahead to Friday already. Uh, for me, the weekend felt super short, so I'm sure most of y'all feel the same way. Me, specifically because I had to work on Saturday, but it's all good because we did a lot of planning for summer, a lot of uh, activities that are happening, so I'm really looking forward to that, and I really hope you all were able to relax and take it slow. Wishing you all a very good Monday as well. I know that on Mondays, most people don't want to get up. But let's look forward to it. And I want to let you all know that I will be releasing new episodes every Monday. So we can all start the week together. Con todo la actitud del mundo, mi gente. I love it. We're all going to be in this together. And on that note, I will be talking about imposter syndrome today. That is the topic about, about the topic that we will be talking today. You see, being bilingual and sometimes, sometimes I feel like, you know, that's a whole another episode, but I feel like I still haven't perfected <laughs> one specific language. Uh, but you know, ustedes me entienden. Con que me entiendan está bien. Está bien. And we're cool. Uh, but yes, uh, imposter syndrome. Because I know this is a very relatable topic that we all at one point in our life experience. And this is a brief definition that I can relate to personally. And therefore, without further ado, syndrome is when we feel unworthy of our accomplishments and or blame our success on luck rather than our hard work that got us what we wanted. 
I have been battling this for a long time now. And I continue to do so. But I feel like I have gotten much better at it now than I was before. And this is why, let me tell you. As a first-generation student and as an undocumented person, when I went to college, I was a mess. I was lost. I had no idea what I was doing. I was super negative towards myself. I did not trust my abilities. I did not trust those around me because I was not used to having a really communicative support group, if that makes sense. I did not grow up having check-ins with my family. Like, oh, how was your day today? Um, anything happened or how are you feeling? How is the process of applying to college? To me, just the whole process of going to college was super stressful. And even when I got in, in my mind, was that I got in because of luck, not because I had worked my ass off through high school, getting volunteer experience, getting those hours, doing these essays, doing applying for scholarships. I did not look at all the hard work I put in because I thought it was because of luck. But it all comes down to the fact that I did not trust myself. My I didn't I was not competent in my abilities. I my self-esteem was on the floor. I was shy. I was afraid to ask for help. Because again, I grew up he hearing that I didn't need anyone. That I could do everything by myself. But that really caught up to me. Because when you have imposter syndrome, you're in this survival mode all the time. That can really be mentally and physically exhausting. To the point that you are in autopilot mode you're just going through the motions of life you're just going through your routine kind of like a robot Feel, not feeling not connecting to your emotions that you're feeling not stopping and be like Perate, let's have a check-in what's going on let's validate your emotions why do you feel stress why can you not go and ask for help why is it so hard and for me, I, I didn't ask for help until my sophomore year in college that I had a mental breakdown because I was far away from home. I couldn't call my family and explain to them what was happening in college that I felt so lost. I didn't understand the articles that I was reading because English is my second language, but for some reason, it's much easier for me to speak in that um, language. But I speak Spanglish now, and so that's what I speak. You guys get the point. And and I will cry because I will go to sleep at 4 a.m. in the morning. I was not used to it. High school had nothing. High school cannot compare to college, let me tell you. Because it's a whole different world. You're practically on your own. Your grades are up to you. Professors don't are not even going to remember unless you go to office hours. You really have... You're completely alone. So I will cry because I couldn't talk to my family with what was happening specifically because they had this expectation that like she got it why is she feeling stressed you you're you're good you know that's that's what they will tell me but I wanted a different kind of support and I didn't know how to communicate that with them um during that time so then 
I decided to go to therapy my sophomore year in college because I just couldn't. I was mentally exhausted. I was physically exhausted. I wasn't sleeping. I, especially when I got my first C on one of my college courses, that was the downhill to my to my depression. I really didn't trust myself anymore. I had in my head all the time, I'm gonna drop out, I'm gonna fail, I'm a failure as a daughter, I'm a failure as a student, I'm never gonna accomplish this. So that was on my mind all the time. I became a negative person, I felt like a fraud, I'm like I'm just occupying space um, at this college that I am. But it wasn't until I went and seek for help um, and saw a therapist on campus and I, and I was able to get it for free because it was part of kind of like the tuition in the program. And as soon as I walked in there, I was completely shocked in a way because I felt weird going to therapy as, you know, like I mentioned before, mental health isn't a great topic or kind of like a familiar topic that my family is used to. Now they are, uh, but it took a lot of work. And But at the time that I went to therapy, I, I was lost myself and I was, what do, I was like, what am I doing here? But I didn't leave. I didn't leave because deep down I knew that that's what I needed. I needed someone to hear me. I needed someone to listen to me. Someone who didn't know me. Someone who did not have any biases towards me. Um, who didn't expect anything from me. So I went in there. Um, I was completely like in this. I was like frozen in, in a way. Frozen or freeze. I was. I was like still the whole entire time that I sat inside the therapist's office in the couch in front of her. And she asked, she did, she's like, let's have a check-in. And to me, that was really odd because I was like, what's a check-in? She's like, how are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm doing fine. But she's like, no, how are you doing emotionally? And then that's when I started crying. <laughs> I just started crying. She gave me tissues. And, 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 she, and we started diving into everything specifically the reason why I was feeling the way I was feeling um, and then she asked a really important question to me she said what's the worst thing that can happen if you ask for help and I said get rejected get denied and the therapist said there you go you are already having this assumption this prediction that people are automatically gonna deny their support to you. But have you tried? And that's when I I felt like I was on the spot and was like, did I, I haven't tried enough. I haven't really tried enough to have a really heart to heart conversation with my family about what I needed for the, from them and what I didn't need it for them. Specifically those comments of get a yorat, get a yorat, all the time, especially because I'm a sentimental person. And after that moment is when I started to realize that I needed to slow down. I needed to stop taking so many things on my plate because I, I was affecting not just my mental health, but also my psychological, my physiological health. As I was losing weight, I was feeling super tired. I was not sleeping and the sleep that I was able to get was super short because I would wake up. I will, I will be like sleeping, but I will be conscious in a way. I don't know si les ha pasado where you're sleeping, 
but in a way you still feel like you're awake and that's kind of like the worst kind of sleep that you can get because it's not quality sleep but after going a couple more sessions she started to give me she started to encourage me to do to take it step by step and said okay we're gonna start small let's start by staying after class and just ask one question to your professors about what you're feeling confused what you don't understand write an email uh to the ta maybe they have office hours explain to them your background and how and how you can develop like a plan in, in order for you to understand the material and in this and this is something that i did not think of at the time i did not think of it and and here was this person who did not know me and it's exactly what i needed to hear in order for me to look for options and stop feeling like this imposter that was just occupying space because she also made me realize she's like this is quarter number two because the university that i went to we have three quarters and each, and each quarter has 10 weeks so she told me you this negative self-talk that you have of you're gonna fail before even starting the new quarter is this lie that you're telling yourself because you passed last quarter and you passed it with a good gpa and and i was like you know that's true so so she also started helping me come up with affirmation phrases and and kind of like keep track of how many times i will say negative things towards myself in a sticky note and it got to the point where even my roommate and i put a sticky note in the back of our door room our dorm room of how many and tally marks of how many times we both felt that we were gonna drop out that that was it but it comes again to i feel like the important lesson that i learned here is that me personally as an undocumented student and as someone who speaks two languages and as someone who is constantly learning and is living life super fast because you get told so many times that you don't belong specifically through everything that is happening politically really affects me really affected me in a way that i was not stopping and doing a check-in with myself and be like hey how are you doing today uh, are you doing okay um saying no is an option asking for help is an option and and now that i'm that i'm much older and and i graduated last summer i was uh that really highlighted the mark of of this negative talk towards my own abilities of I did it and I knew I was gonna do it because I was doing the work I was doing everything that was expected of me that I expected of myself and I need to start trusting myself and I started doing that little by little just how I mentioned how my therapist helped me and and I want you to let you want everyone know that it's really important to have a check-in to check in with yourself validate your emotions how are you feeling why are you feeling the way you're you're feeling specifically um if you're going through a stressful situation whether it has to do with family work uh, school take time and and slow down reflect 
validate those emotions, ask for help, ask your questions. You know, it's better to ask the question than staying with a doubt. Because trust me, ain't nobody else gonna advocate for yourself the way that you will. Because only you know the needs that you need. And it's not an easy process and it's not an overnight cure. It's an ongoing process that even until this day, I still find myself battling this imposter syndrome. But the way that I battle it is by, hey, by stopping and be like, hey, Emiliana, what's going on? Why are you feeling the way you are feeling? Um, let's remember all the hard work that you have put to be here. Um, what's going on? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Because there's more on your plate than you had before. Let, let's start saying no and let's start, you know, carving time to put boundaries between school and your personal life, work and after hours. So it's, it's what I'm trying to say is that we need to trust ourselves more because we already have all the tools we need within ourselves. We just are biased and we see we see things that will prove our conception our our assumptions that we already have of ourselves that we are automatically gonna fail, that people are automatically gonna reject us, that we are a lost cause. But no, the moment we start taking little steps towards going for it, taking the risk, is when we're start gonna start battling this impulsive syndrome and seeing that we're humans that we have to validate our emotions and find options in order for us to not be in this fixed mindset and have a growth mindset a fixed mindset is that we are wired to believe in a certain specific thing and it can be another way um and then a growth mindset is that we are expanding we have a wider perspective with of ourselves and about other things we want to grow we want to learn we want to you know get out of our comfort zone and like i mentioned it's not an easy process but hay que hacerlo hay que hacerlo porque it's really tough when we don't trust ourselves and we have accomplished so many great things but definitely what what i would say is you can do it today later because i know we're all busy working or in school But have a check-in, please. Check in with yourself. Carve some time throughout your busy schedule today. Just relax or go do something that really relaxes you, whether it's for 10 or 20 minutes. That is really important because we do not want to be in this survival mode forever. And we do not want to be so negative towards ourselves to the point where we are mentally and physically exhausted that we become robots or are in this air autopilot mode uh, it's not healthy for ourselves and definitely ask for help if you need help there's no shame in that there's no shame in that um and through my own personal experience if you have to go back to therapy go back to therapy journal but definitely have a check-in and that's just what i wanted to talk to everyone about imposter syndrome because I see it around with some of my friends, with 
uh, some of my coworkers, and they're in their process of battling it. And, and I just share with them, I support you. Um, you need me to do a check-in with you. Just call me. I'll do it. We're in this together. Porque it's not fun. It's not fun feeling like you're a fraud because you're not a fraud. You have, you're where you are because you did the work. Trust yourself. And I know it's easier said than done, but let's take it step by step. And, you know, the more you work towards feeling self-confident and, and trusting yourself, the better you'll get at battling this imposter syndrome. And yeah, everyone, I know this podcast must, must feel long, but it's everything I got to say. Hopefully I did not confuse anyone. I know that I switched from Spanish to English, but it's just something that happens automatically. That's just the way that I am. Um, don't criticize me. Uh, and if you have any other questions, you can email them to me or DM me through the podcast Instagram. That is at Vulnerable Latina and share this podcast. I wish you all to have a great day, morning, afternoon night wherever you are wherever you all are and i will see you all next time for episode three and take it slow i know it's hard and check in with yourself and those around you and there's no shame and saying no and asking for help on that note if you also have to take a mental health day put in that pto you got this you deserve it see you on next week